the college basketball experience reaction show for the initial round of uh, 64 and 32 on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Yes, WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game uh, parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Bet $100, get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. Yes, I will be there. I'm looking forward to this one. April 1st at 7.30 p.m. Uh, us, the Sports Gambling Podcast, will be at the Ice House in Los Angeles, California. So come hang out. The Ice House is a comedy club. Uh, so come hang out with the crew. All the info is available at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Ice House. And remember, folks, as always, to let it ride. Hey everybody, Jim McMahon here and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Reacting to the first, you know, the the NCAA tournament. We're finally there. We're a couple days away from the Sweet 16. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, well, my voice is coming back together. My wife made me a hot tea just for this one. I'm back in California. Great to get out of this out of the 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 awesome but uh filthy city of Las Vegas. Uh but yes, if you're wondering who you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Dan to base Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. I would have killed a normal man, but nah, now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was. It's like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Um. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. What's up, world? It's been a minute. We've been in Vegas. Crossover episode. Some don't like it. Some do. You never know. It's like Police Academy 5. Some liked it. Some didn't. Who knows? All right. We're all back, with the exception of one crazy bastard. Um, I am joined by my co-hosts. Give it up for former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin, host of the Ryan and Rush Show, host of the NFL Gambling Podcast. And uh, I'm curious how much sleep you got today. Give it up for Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I can tell you, I probably slept more last night than I did the whole damn week in Vegas. So, you know, catching up law of averages. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't wake up till literally right before that first game. And it wasn't cause I was at 9am Pacific. I was noon Eastern. I slept all the way up to 1155 today. It was pretty hilarious. I get back 
you know, get back to, to LA like five o'clock and, you know, quickly grab a bite to eat, go to sit down with my wife. She's excited. I like, Hey, Saturday night, we can like watch a movie together. Took about three minutes. She turned and looked at me. I was asleep. So <laughs> I felt, felt like an asshole a little bit. Uh, we are joined by third man in the booth here. He is still, I don't know what, I mean, this is, it pays to be young. He is still in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Jolly Roger, perhaps give it up for <laughs> host of the college baseball experience. The man behind the man, give it up for Noah Beanick. How you doing? What's going on guys. Yeah. My computer took a shit literally as we were getting ready to go live. So now I'm speaking Ooh. through my phone, but Mac waking up at 1155 AM is just a normal morning for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and perhaps you're wondering fourth guy in the booth. What's going on here? Pick Dundee. Well, look, pick Dundee wouldn't be where he is. <laughs> the whole college basketball experience wouldn't be where, you know, it is without this guy right here. Former, former Texas A&M Aggie and the guy who does all of our graphics behind the scene. Hell of a good guy. Give it up for Cameron Kerr. How you doing, brother? What is up guys? Excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Of course. And and I wanted, you know, you had texted me saying, guys, uh, I'm having an unbelievable fucking weekend here. And I'm not as from a, from a gambling point TCU, I had in the final four, they're gone. Uh, so tell me about this heater you're on right now, Cam. So, well, so it didn't start well. And, and all the guys in the discord can kind of attest. I was on Texas minus five and five and a half last night. And then UCLA minus seven and a half. Uh, we were all kind of down, down in the discord and, you know, I was trying to stay positive. I was like, look guys, we got a big day tomorrow. We got to stay confident. We can't lose faith in our picks that we made today. And I stuck with it. Xavier minus five, Kansas state plus one and a half, Michigan state plus two and a half Creighton, the blue Jays money line, TCU plus four and a half parlayed them all hit that. Round of play of the round, TCU plus four and a half cashes at the buzzer. It oh, was it, it was, was an incredible say, day. What, Never what, doubt. What, what a finale, if folks! If you didn't catch the ending of that game, first off, follow us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, the end of that game was 0.7 seconds, and who 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 was it that hit the three? Again? Damian Ball. Just yeah, put Damian himself, Ball. He put uh, himself in TCE legendary status along with Ryan Larson. Guys, so that was that was. Covers. I think that was no. That wasn't a miracle cover. That was a generational cover. Yes, yes. Because point seven seconds. Normally, you can't get. You know, when you inbound the basketball, and it'll. You know, they try to do it. You protect the basketball. You don't touch it, but you're protecting it to move it up the court. Well, normally it works for about ten feet. This one gets pretty damn close to the three point line, so it crosses over the half court line, and then ball grabs it, shoots it. And nails it, and you can tell the crowd reaction. By the way, which is always great when you have the gambling angle on it. You, you hear the, uh, <laughs> you hear the awe for excitement or the heartbreak, whatever which way it goes. But uh, Cam Kerr here on the on the yeah. winning side of that, that must feel fantastic. And, I know, uh, yeah, I know. Mac was on it too, but it wasn't even that point seven shot. There was another three with seven seconds left that people are kind of forgetting about that 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 they hit just out of nowhere. 
And man, oh my, that, that was, it was the most incredible win of my life. So I had to come on and talk about the past, the games, the past couple of days. I Hell will yeah. say they, they fouled with 0.7 seconds and it was four and a half. So it wouldn't have covered, uh, or Gonzaga wouldn't have covered if TCU didn't foul with 0.7 seconds. So it was like, I had Gonzaga minus four and a half. So I was like, shit, fuck yes, let's go. We got the foul with 0.7. And it flipped back, and he's like, you know what? That was probably what should have happened. But anyway, the, but the excitement in the book, I just pictured, you know, just freshly out of Vegas. It, I could only picture the sports book, left or right, whatever side you're on there, winner or it loser. Was, it was yeah. within the 2.7 seconds that it was. People are screaming, foul, don't foul. And then there's an eruption. And then first three free throw goes down. That's five. People are going nuts, high five and I even saw some people run down to the window at Circa because I'm staying right across the street from it. And they're getting ready to cash this fucking bet. And then... Oh, no. The walk of shame. And the other half of the book goes fucking nuts. Oh, it was hilarious. Oh, the walk of shame. I bet. I bet. Absolutely hilarious. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, so you had a perfect day, man. You're like fucking... uh, You're like Nolan Ryan in 73, just throwing straight heat at every... Every opportunity, Cameron Kerr. Cameron, uh, where can where can people uh, give you a follow? Yeah, so uh, at Kerr Cameron on Twitter, uh, and then you can find me in the Discord. I'm usually chatting it up with the guys. I see Rob out, Rob out here. He was on t- uh, uh, Gonzaga minus four and a half. Uh, but Twitter's the best way to find me. Some people sent me some tickets, parlayed all parlayed all of mine together today, um, and then I also cashed on that, on that as well. So it was fun. It was a fun day. There we go. That is fantastic. And you're welcome. I mean, look, we're going to go game by game. You're welcome to give your breakdown here on each and every game, the way that you, you bet it. I don't know what your, your schedule is, but you are more than welcome to ride with us as we talk about every single game here. Um, Mac, your pit Panthers finally fell. Colby, Colby <laughs> hit the win bet at. Oh yeah. Seven minutes. Good, good memory. Yeah. Um, Hey, I'm still, I'm I'm, I'm not all the way back from Vegas mentally. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college basketball experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by WinBet, and WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a bunch of other States. Be on the lookout for the WinBet win hour Thursday, uh, from five to 6 PM Eastern time. Uh, during WinBet's win hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And as as you should well know, March Madness is here. There's so many ways to win on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. Limited to state availability. And, of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Uh, offer subject to change terms. Again, it's winbet.com. Must be 21 order. President State where WinBet is available. Review or something you know is a gamer problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by the SGP Final Four. Yes. You want to come hang out and watch the Final Four with us? We are at, we are going to be live, live doing a show, watching the Final Four at the historic Ice House Comedy Club in Pasadena, California on Saturday, April 1st at 7.30 p.m. Get all the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse, but you are invited. 
We're also brought to you by the SGP Masters. Yeah, looking to hang out with Stack of the Money Green and Ryan Real Money Kramer at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world. You can uh, you can win a three night stay at Circa Las Vegas and be able to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. Uh, and if you uh, don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on the room using the promo code SGP 15. So hop on over there, do that. And remember folks to let it ride. How are we doing? I'm here at shit bouncing around. It sounds like a <laughs> fucking working. It sounds like a home Depot behind me right now. What's going on. Um, well, I have a story actually is uh, I, so I had all my shit set up today because uh, I knew we were doing a show tonight. I, I break out my com- camera microphone and set it up on this desk in my hotel. Apparently we had room service come by and all of a sudden the tripod to my mic. So only holding you know the, the value, tonight. you know, the value of a try uh, of the I tripod on the I, black market. Why steal the tripod and not the microphone or the nice camera? I don't mm. get it. Mm. That you don't know the, the, the black market, man, there's opportunity out there. Uh, pit, as I was alluding to the pit Panthers, guess what? They ate shit. Finally. Uh, I know it breaks Noah's heart, but they lost 84 to 73 to the Xavier Musketeers. Uh, I just did hoops Peterson show. And obviously, you know, I know he took Kennesaw in the, in the first round to beat Xavier and you know, he's asking me how, uh, what do you think? And is, I think this Xavier team's counterfeit. I said, I don't, I don't know about that. I get it. They don't play defense at the, the highest level, but they're a veteran bunch. And some could make the argument. They might play better without Zach Fremantle. Mac, what'd you make of this game? And uh, I'm sure, I'm sure you want to talk a little shit. So floor is yours. Well, Hey, if you were a pit fan and you were in my mentions over this last week and I did not personally give you a response today, I apologize. Just tweet back at me and I'll more than happily give you a personalized message uh, telling you to eat shit. I thought Xavier was way better. I mean, they probably should have won the game by 20 plus. I mean, they, they dominated. They're much better. I mean, those, uh, the guards are good. And and I agree with you. I think they're better without Fremantle. And it's going to be interesting when they match up with uh, Texas here coming up this week. I will say, you know, I can, I can, I can be real here. I, there was a good year for Pitt. It I was. congratulate Pitt considering where they came from. Jeff Capel, this was a do or die year. Now here's the thing. Don't go away for five years and, and suck ass again. It's good to have Pitt a little bit relevant so that we can at least have a conversation. We don't enjoy just beating. Well, we do enjoy beating your ass by 30, but yeah. it may, it's, it's better when you guys are somewhat relevant. I agree. Rivalries are always better when you have yes. a little bit of, a little bit of success. And we'll see you in yeah. Morgantown in November. There we go. There Bring we your go. Toothbrush. Cam, Cam, you hit, you hit on this game. Uh, is this one that you did it play out the way? I mean, I know you hit on it, so it played out the way, but did you, did you think, cause I, uh, Xavier was all big at halftime. Yeah. So my whole handicap into this game was watching the Iowa state game um, against that. They played uh, on Friday, I believe. Yeah. And Iowa state had the worst possible game that anyone could ever play. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, they, they didn't, I mean, did they, they even get to 10 and at, at 10 minutes? Like I was about to say they were down like 24 to two. I feel like to open that game out. And uh, so that, that was my handicap. And I, I knew that Pitt wasn't, you know, that good. I, th- I thought Iowa state just played a really bad game. Uh, I've never told Mac this, but my dad actually went to Pitt 
So I had we have a split, <laughs> yeah, we have a split household. So I actually do root for Pitt oh, on uh, on rare occasions, uh, <laughs> but only really in basketball. Uh, my that was that was my dad's sport. So um, I, I, you won't hear me saying eat cheap, eat shit pit, but it was a good cover by uh, by the Musketeers. Uh, it was, and it's great. I mean, I, I don't know. If, does your dad realize that you faded his boys? Uh, maybe no, something. Yeah, he 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 doesn't. But I was with him on Thursday when they won the playing game, so that was fun. Oh, I cashed bet. on that one. I bet. And some things you just don't need to tell your parents. All right. Uh, <laughs> Noah, we know you are a closet pit fan and uh, you were looking uh, what actually, when I saw you, you were eyeballing season tickets next year. What did you make as you, uh, what'd you make of your pit Panthers and who'd you take in this game? Well, not my pit Panthers. And honestly, I didn't bet it. I think I went pit with you, um, but with not much conviction, I'm pulling up our picks page right now. Cause I didn't, I didn't have my fucking computer ready to go, uh, for this damn That's show. Okay. but Hey, um, here's the dead giveaway that he's a pit fan. There was no TC action on the Twitter. Whenever that's because I was, was going asleep, down buddy. eating shit. I was just on asleep. Friday. That shit could stop because I didn't care about the game. Oh yeah, it's convenient. Convenient. I was getting yeah, Noah, convenient because I'm not a, I'm not a true fan. I'm not even a fan. Noah did some great work behind the scenes, getting some shots of uh, of Mac disappointed yeah. uh, after I'll, the West have, Virginia loss, and then the I'll Pittman. have a I'll have a very nice behind the scenes uh, trip video, maybe even the two parter coming out later. I was on Pit Plus Five, you know, it, for them to at least get onto the main stage is always a good thing. Um, Cause they haven't been there in quite some time from what my memory is. And honestly, I would say I would push back on the Fremantle thing. I, I think Xavier was better with Fremantle. They lost to Butler. They lost twice to Marquette. It like they, fair. they struggled that's down fair. the stretch yeah. in my opinion. Um, and that's why like, that was my whole opinion on having Kennesaw State beat Xavier in the first round. Otherwise, I would have, I would have had Xavier beating Pitt in the in the second round here. But uh, yeah, I, I think it was a nice run, and it's a, a nice foundation for Capel because he did it without his best man going into the season in um, Hughley, and then Dior Johnson, his point guard, got arrested or whatever the hell happened. So it was it was a very nice season. Um, and, and then when you look at, uh, you know, I know cam Kerr wants me to ask this question here is that, uh, you know, can they beat the, the Texas longhorns because can the musketeers beat the Texas? Cause I thought we were going to get a Texas, Texas A and M second Same. round matchup. And I was so fucking excited. Uh, for the possibility Don't get me started, man. <laughs> but, but can, you know, you can still talk shit if the longhorns lose, you know, I mean, they got a, what a round or two further than, uh, but what do you what do you guys make of that matchup? I know we're gonna have our preview and picks episode later in the week, but just quickly, you know, hot potato. Like, what do you make of uh, you know, Xavier Texas? You think this is one where Texas just cruises, or will the experience pay off? Because Xavier has the more experienced team, believe it or not, and the more experienced coach as far as in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Mac, w- w- will this thing pay off? Uh, I don't know if they're the more experienced team. I think they're pretty similar because it like Texas has all these fifth year dude. and sixth year guys with Carr, dude, uh, Hunter, Sule Boom has been in college since fucking the Nixon administration. 
I've seen the guy dominate at San Francisco. (laughs) I've seen him dominate at UTEP. All right. Now I'm watching him dominate at Xavier. There's no way. There's no way when you add him and Colby Jones is a guy that I thought had been in college 10 years. Uh, no, Fremantle's one of those guys. Nunji too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like their whole entire roster is seven year guys. I want to say earlier in the year. Now maybe this is with Fremantle healthy. I want to say they were uh, top three most experienced team in the country. The uh, Kempom has them both as no number one and two remaining in the experience. Texas is actually more experienced, but it's like, it, it's, it's a toss up in terms of like, you're right. Sully boom has been in college basketball since like Barack Obama was in office. Yeah. He's been there forever. <laughs> I, I kind of, I'm going to lean to Texas. I had everybody's like, Oh, big 12. But I just think that they're playing so well defensively ever since Kansas city. I mean, and they're just clicking on all cylinders. I thought the best thing was Timmy Allen, not playing in the big 12 tournament. It kind of, made Dylan to emerge even more in those front court guys. No, I don't know what's happening with your screen there, buddy. Oh, what is it that? It definitely looks like you're doing a snuff film in, 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 in that old town part of Vegas too. Um, yeah. Cam, do you, what, what do you lean that way on, on the, I mean, I know you're an A and M guy, so I feel like this is a token take of like, nope, fuck the Longhorns. Let's uh, let's go. Uh, Xavier's more experience. Uh, Sean Miller's got more tournament experience. They're going to win the game, but uh, confirm yeah. that for me. <laughs> always horns down and it really pained me to actually bet on them yesterday. And (laughs) the fact that they no, that was, yeah, they fouled the three pointer at the Penn state. Yeah. Yeah. For, to blow the cover that stung even more. So I, I think I'm going to fade them. um, If I end up betting that game, Uh, I really liked how Xavier looked. uh, And yeah, I think, I think that's four and a half points is, I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I, I'm ex- I'm kind of fascinated with the remaining teams. I I did uh, you know I, sh- I I tweeted out it's refreshing to have a Sweet 16 without Kentucky, without Duke, without Carolina, without Nova. Yeah, and perhaps without Texas next uh, for the Elite Eight. Uh, although I mean I guess they've only been to one Final Four in my lifetime. So, um, but yeah, I, I I would love to see the Musketeers get the dub there. No, I would. I was adjusting my mic and I accidentally unplugged my camera. So that's on me boys. Yeah. It's okay, buddy. I don't want to, <laughs> what I don't, I don't want to know what else you're doing over there. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> all right. Next up. And I saw Alex Crouch. shout out to my guy, Alex Crouch, longtime fan in the chat. He uh, is a diehard Kansas state football and basketball fan. I've, he's been following the college experience. I feel like for fucking 10 years, I feel like, um, and uh, he is thrilled, I think, right now with the Kansas State Wildcats because they took down the Kentucky Wildcats by six. Guys, I you know, like I said, all those blue bloods, no Villanova, no uh, no Louisville, no you know, all these teams that are traditionally in Arizona uh, that can traditionally make the Sweet Sixteen over the over my lifespan at least um, are out. There's still a couple in there that have been you know UCLA, Gonzaga, stuff like that. Uh, UConn, but I watched K State play, and I'm like, they could win the national championship. Yep, you, you you're this far in. Now I think this is a, a huge game coming up because I think Michigan State is also capable after watching them. You know, and I I was bullish on them. I have Michigan State in my well, originally one in one bracket, I have them in the Final Four, and the other I have them in the Elite Eight. Uh, what'd you guys make of this game, uh, Mac? I know you're the Big Twelve guy. We're going to you first on this. 
Uh, K State, you know, Jerome Tang said in the press conference we had more dudes in them. I agree. K State's better than Kentucky. I didn't understand Kentucky being a favorite in this game. K State's been the more consistent team all year. They got better guards. And I got a lot of pushback on this tweet about Oscar Sheway being the best. I mean, the he's is the best rebounder in college basketball, but he's also the worst ball screen defender in college basketball. I'm not just talking out of my ass. I watch film for a living for 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 a period of time. You didn't think Jerome Tang, who was at Baylor the same time, knew to put him in every single ball screen with Marquise Noel in the second half. Uh, coaching masterpiece by Jerome Tang this year, and I'm with you. I think they can win it all. I mean, they got the guards and experience too. I mean, I, but I, this next matchup against Michigan state is fascinating to me, but yeah. uh, Noah, Noah, what'd you make of this game? Yeah. So again, I'm just keeping us in the real world right now. If Keontae Johnson keeps playing the way he is, they can't win. He's had two bad games in a row. I have been really high on this Kansas state team and I love Keontae. I'm just calling it as I see it. However, I had this matchup in my bracket every bracket that I made, however many pools I had where you have to fade the home team in whoever's hosting the pool. Um, and this one, I had probably four Kansas state going to the final four and four Michigan state going to the final four. I cannot wait to watch this thing. I think they're pretty similar teams overall. Keontae Johnson against Joey Hauser in that four. And then you have just guards on guards in this game. It's going to be amazing. I think the real difference maker is um, Naquan Tomlin down low, if he can take advantage of Mati Sosoko, because that was where Michigan State got beat in the Big Ten. They don't really have a good defensive big man in Sosoko. So that's going to be my difference maker, the key for this game for me. Cameron, uh, you cashed on Kansas State. Well, and, and you cashed on Michigan State, correct? Everything today. Uh, so, so, uh, yep. uh, hey, what are you leaning in this game? I know, you know, we haven't had time to dive into the analytics on this matchup. We just, you know, got presented with this today. But uh, what are you leaning here? And uh, what'd you make of, uh, you know, K State taking down Kentucky? Man, so my, so the reason I chose K State was just kind of like the, uh, kind of like the Pitt Xavier game where uh, Kentucky, what are like, what are, what were we even doing in that game? Kentucky is not, wasn't good. They weren't good all year. They lost in the first round of the tournament at home. My parents were there in the, at the sec tournament. They said it was all Kentucky fans. Like, I mean, they, they weren't, they weren't a good team. And yeah. so that's, that's why I chose them. Um, I do think that this game is going to be probably the best game of the next round. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Spartans. Um, I mean, it's, it's like a pick them right now. Uh, just, just rolling with the Spartans on this one. Well, you got the Izzo coaching experience now. And, and you know, I, Tom Izzo was getting, I thought a raw deal. Some people said, Oh, he's lost his magic like Bayheim or something. I, I completely disagreed. I thought, you know, they were a bounce away from beating UCLA the year they played or, or should have played for the national championship in 2020. If Jalen Suggs doesn't make that crazy three, but, uh, but you know, this game is, is, is fascinating to me because Jerome Tang Baylor hasn't necessarily been the same team since he left. Now, some of that is experience left, but he was a, a long time assistant at Baylor. I think 20 years. Uh, and what a great first year. And I know Alex crouch got to be loving the fact that the Jayhawks are at home as the wildcats advance, oh, baby, yeah. Yeah. a little shit talk, always yeah. a good thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm also I, I want to mention this cause uh, Nick Catini has it. Um, I wrote an article back February 3rd 
where I, I had uh, Kansas State to make the Final Four at plus nine hundred. He got it at plus twenty two hundred a whole month before me. So congrats to that guy. It looks pretty damn good right now because. I mean, for me, at least I have Michigan state to make the final four too. So I'm looking all right. I'll and, have one of those teams in the elite eight and Mac has them in the national championship. Well, Hell yeah. playing Kansas, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I will say this luck of the fucking luck of the fucking side of the bracket, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, it, it's always, it, it's, it's always it's part of the game. Yeah. It's, it's risky yeah. betting those my, my TCU fours. future. When I saw the bracket, I'm like, fuck me. You know yeah, what I mean? Was, like uh, that was well, terrible. Well, <laughs> the West yeah. is, I mean, yeah. that's the most stacked the West has ever been. Usually it's like the team gets screwed and gets put out West from the East, but you had UCLA and Gonzaga, both really good West teams that wanted to play in that region. So it's yeah. going to be really good. Yeah. Fascinating in that matchup, uh, you know, and, and John Calipari, you know, I, I wonder the state of Kentucky right now. The buyout is unbelievable. It's almost like the Jimbo Fisher thing. Now, I don't think they want to buy out a guy that's won them a national championship. So it's not maybe not as bad as Jimbo, but uh, it is interesting because it's been it's been a little uneasy over the past year. He caught out the football team saying we're a basketball school, not a football school. He then apologized. Then he's had little shots at the the local media there in Lexington or around the state of Kentucky. Uh, Mac, Since, oh, go ahead, go ahead. He's got a huge class coming in. I know yeah. Terrell Furman Jr. already scouting one of these guys, saying, "Dude, he's so good." Uh, but is it a make it or break it year next year for Calipari? Probably, and he, I mean, he's got a talented roster portal, uh, incoming recruiting class every year. It feels like so. I I think it's just another season for Kentucky. I thought he was really tone deaf in his press conference where he called Marquise Noel the little kid. Yes. It's like, dude, he averaged eighteen and nine in the best yeah. league in America. Actually, that's he, the that's why I took K State. Yeah, I in like, our analysis, I was like, their guard play is going to fuck up the Kentucky guard play. Anyway, continue. He, they, they were like surprised that he was making threes the way. He, I'm like, he's done it all year. Did you guys not watch any film on K State? And it's just kind of, <laughs> it's just like. He's so arrogant at times, and I, I think it's finally just wearing off. And definitely, that program is kind of gotten a little stale. I mean, they they just can't. They haven't been to a Final Four since 2015. Yeah, and since this is like a, a also like an instant reaction preview pod for the Sweet 16, yeah. one of the one of my favorite. I wrote down like a couple of talking topics. Um, this one's going to be really good because it's you got small guards all over the place running around. Marquise Noel five seven, Tyson Walker five eleven. Both of those guys from New York City, so that'll be really cool uh, oh. to see them both go home. Oh, oh they and don't. Have, a, oh, they what? don't have a huge history of great point guards and great guards, <laughs> right? St. John's is going to keep them at home now with Rick Pitino, right? Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so awesome quote from Tom Izzo at the end of the game. Um, so he gets set up this question talking about Tyson Walker returning home. And he's like, this is what I want from Tyson Walker. I want a cab ride and one of those big slices of pizza and he can pay for it with his NIL money. I thought that was fucking hilarious, but for some real talk about the game, AJ Hogard is a, a a player to watch in this because he's not the most offensive uh, guard point guard in the country, but his defense is phenomenal. And he's got size on Marquise Noel. He's faced that all throughout the big 12, but Hogard is a defensive specialist. That's going to be a great matchup in this game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which, which way do you lean right now? Like I, I actually, 
Where's the line? It is. It's. I think Sparty's minus one. It opened yeah. K State minus one. Duh. Correct. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I, I like I like Sparty, and I I wish I would have grabbed it as a dog, but I'm not going to bet it here because then I have to mail in the ticket. Mac, why don't you tell the fans about that story? <laughs> well, which one with the tickets? Not I have not being able money. to get them the night before. I have <laughs> I have Max money yeah. in my wallet right yeah. over here. As, yeah, uh, the, the, as jackass is behind the, the counter. Shout out to the Venetian sportsbook who just you know punts you over to the the uh, the regular checkout ticket window where they just they just refuse to give us our money. <laughs> it is ridiculous. And it's not like I cash for like 10, 10 grand. I'm l- I'm looking for like $300. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, gotta wait. Send in your tickets. If just you, trying if to you pay for my home. airfare. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, so wait, so cam, you lean Sparty. Noah, you lean Sparty. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Big 12. Are you leaning Sparty? Or are you, what are you doing here? I I think this is a true toss up. Honestly, I, I love the matchup. I'll I'll stay true to K State because I picked them in my bracket over Sparty because I had this matchup as well. It's gonna be it's gonna be a one possession game. Great game. We and missed Izzo, the- I would say I saw the stat that he's twenty three and seven off one day prep. So he's really really good in the round of thirty two in the lead eight. Multiple time to prepare. Multi- more time to prepare for Jerome Tang and K State. True, uh, Colby. We missed the second ad slot. If we have any. Second. Okay. I'll do that in a second. But first <laughs> I want to shout out uh Ryan Hasty. He says, dude, get Rob on the show. Rob Donaldson is in our chat all the time. Great fucking guy. Never mind. Yeah, uh and I already invited him. It's just the, the, obviously we were traveling to Vegas. But Rob, if you're available Wednesday night, you can come on the show and pit and talk sweet sixteen for uh, or with us. How does that Hell sound? yeah? Invitation yeah. on stream. All Let's right. go. That's the, you you're go, more than welcome to. And if not, right. we'll figure out another It's Rob's time. fault yeah. if he doesn't join. That's what Colby just That's, did. Well <laughs> it's called pressure. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's called Jump pressure. Come on here and give out the picks, Rob. Let's go. Um, <laughs> uh shout out to Rob Donaldson. Shout out to Ryan Hasty. He's, he's got his own YouTube channel too. He's doing the shit. There we go. See? There you go. You Thick into it. Let, let's move along though. But before I move along, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Talkify. Oh yeah. Life that. is life is full of what ifs. All right. So what if, you know, you try something new when it comes to dating Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. What if, what if they help you find the one you're looking for? Cause look, Here's what, if you ask Tom Izzo, all right, it, you know, you lost by 20 against, uh, I don't know, Ohio State, Tom. What, what, what are you going to do? You, you got to play them again. Are you going to run that same defense? You're going to run that same offense? No, I'm going to change it up. I'm going to change it up. There's no way he's going to stick to his same things. He's going to change it up because that's what successful people do. If something's not working for you, you say, you know what? I need a different, different alley. I need to, I need to think about my approach. Or whatever. And that's why Talkify is great. It's giving you that. All right. Because maybe you're having a hard time meeting great people to date. All right. Seems like a common thing happening to this uh, generation. Why keep trying the same methods over and over and over again if they set you up to fail? All right. You're going down to the bar. You keep trying to buy Linda another vodka soda. Hope she gets drunk enough to give you the time of day. No. You got to tell her, hey, Linda, guess what? Fuck you, all right? And uh, I have some other possibilities in my life. Confidence is key when it comes to dating. 
But if you struggle to find worthwhile connect connections, it can uh, it can it can it can be difficult to feel you know feel your best when meeting new people. Well, with Talkify, you feel confident that you're meeting someone special who was picked just for you. You know why? Because they have the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. And check this out. They have a team, all right? So picture Tom Izzo and his three assistants, all right? All working for you, all right? All working for you. They have matchmakers. The Talkify team matchmakers meet with you. They learn about what you're looking for in a partner, all right? Maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe you like to get shit hammered, go to Vegas a lot, right? Well, guess what? They're going to jot that down and then find someone else on the other side of the spectrum and say, oh, Oh, Rebecca here likes to do the same things. And boom, next thing you know, you're lined up. All right? They'll select and screen potential match candidates. They'll even do background checks. Oh, yeah, maybe we don't want to go with Rebecca. She was involved with a little, you know, little situation down there at the old JCPenney. All right? Look, they can do video interviews. They ask the tough questions that maybe you're too awkward. You know, maybe they're too awkward on the first date. All right? How many guys you've been with the past month? All right, maybe maybe you can't do that after a cocktail, right? Um, so, Talkify, all right? Talkify right now is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client. Go to Talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y.com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. That's Talkify.com slash SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is great. It, it really is. It's a great way to get in all the action, especially if your bracket's busted after day one, <clears throat> myself after Arizona lost. Uh, plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit and match up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right. How you guys doing? I see the Talkify fans are... Are happy it's back. Oh, they're loving this thing again. <laughs> yes, we're back. We're back. We got multiple people in Vegas that we met that said, you got to bring that back. And I'm like, well, they got to pay us. That's how, <laughs> that's how business works. Um, guys, so uh, I wanted to touch base on the final game over here in on Friday. I know we, we're kind of doing this ass backwards because it's Sunday. Uh, Princeton is that team. Princeton. <laughs> and look, I looked up. Pre pre tournament, I was trying to find an example of when they played the bigs, the big uh, six schools or conferences, and they didn't. And then the Princeton Tigers, uh, I don't know how they do this. Have you guys watched how good they are at rebounding? Oh yeah, Tucson and Bowman. On, they on, they dominated. Un fucking believable. Uh, I mean, Dennis Gates, great year one, but damn, I thought for sure that was a bad matchup for Princeton. The, the 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 dream lives on, and they're playing Michael Crichton. Welcome to Jurassic Park, the Crichton Blue Jays, who took who, you know, I got them going far, but I did not think they'd be playing Princeton in this spot. And when I see a six and a half, uh, or I'm sorry, a nine and a half point spread, I gotta lean Princeton here because I think Princeton has enough offense and can play at a, a high enough level defensively, and if they can continue to be solid on the glass. I don't see how they don't cover this line, Mac. What you what do you make of this matchup, and what what do you make of uh, you know today's uh, or, or I should say Creighton's win, and uh, and 
you know, Princeton in general. I thought Creighton was awesome. I thought they shot the shit out of the ball tonight. It felt like every time Baylor would make any kind of run, Prince or uh, sorry, Creighton would just have an answer with Nemhard, Shireman, uh, Kalkbrenner. Obviously, they're a different team with him back. Princeton, my guys. Obviously, I was the one that gave. Him, I was the crazy bastard that gave him out on the money line against uh, Arizona, and it hit. And all, and doubled down against Missouri. I don't. I kind of feel like Cinderella is going to strike midnight here. Crane's just at a different level right now. They're playing like a Final Four contender, and I know they're in your Final Four. So I may lay the chalk here. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, I mean, still just a dominating performance. They were up like the whole second half. Yeah. Uh, Cam, you were on the Blue Jays. What made you take the Blue Jays besides you being an A an and M guy that probably hates Baylor? Um, Missouri. So I don't. I don't. I don't have anything against Baylor besides Waco is the worst town ever to drive through. <laughs> I do not. Do not ever recommend it. Uh, I chose. I chose Creighton because. I was sitting on my couch the other day and a blue Jay landed on the tree right outside. This and is, this is like, my this is a true again. story. Yeah. This is a true story. I literally locked it up. I put another unit down on it after I saw the blue Jay, saw the blue Jay again this morning, same tree. No, but I love, I love the Creighton blue Jays. I've been on them since December. I know yeah. Noah and I have been talking about it, but uh, I was about to say, he's not giving ticket. himself enough credit on this one. I no, was about no, to say, I, because my, my, my wife, we, me and her went to Lake Arrowhead, California and a bunch of blue Jays happened to be there. And that's how she picked them to beat NC state for. And I was like, dude, you're giving the same analysis as my wife, but no, you have a future, <laughs> you have a no. future. So, so continue to talk, continue to yeah, tell me about this. No, that, that was a joke, but I, I seriously did put an extra unit down whenever I saw that. Um, the uh, cock runner. I mean, he, he, he's just dominating on the boards. I mean, I, I know that Princeton and I mean, I compare Princeton and FDU a little bit because I think they kind of, they're, they're scrappy. They can hit threes. I mean, but when, when does the Cinderella story kind of die out usually? I mean, with Oral Roberts two years ago, it was the sweet 16 for St. Saint Peter's. Yeah. It was this was, was it the elite nope, eight? Or the elite eight, elite eight. eight. Yeah. Okay. It, it's usually when a good coach can scheme up against them. Cause ORU yeah. fell to, was it Arkansas? And that was Muss. Yeah. And then yep. last year, St. Peter's, they played painter. And the whole argument is that he's not a very good tournament coach. And then when they played uh, North Carolina, North Carolina just shot the hell out of the ball against them. So that's when it ended there. But yeah. And I know, and this is a big number, like Mac was saying, but I don't, I don't really think like chalk applies in these games with these Cinderella teams. I mean, you had the majority of people just hammering FD FDU uh, today and the line continued to shoot up to 15 and a half. And they still covered easily. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I, I really don't think it applies, but I mean, just so you know, I'm, I'm seeing Princeton's getting the majority of the money in tickets. Um, <laughs> but I do think that the Creighton blue Jays are on fire right now. And that Cockburner is gonna, is gonna do his best and, and, um, you know, help them out and get that cover. It was uh, the same way last year with St. Peter's, they were getting a ton of money against Purdue and Purdue, just shit the bed against them. Yeah. Cause I remember pointing that out uh, last year on the show as well. Yeah. I really don't think that those matter as much with these teams as they do, you know, yeah. yeah. Other teams, but McDermott, you know, is one, and I'm one that has Creighton. I had Creighton in the national championship, one of my brackets, but um, 
I, I'm always a little re- reluctant to take, uh, you know, I think McDermott's solid, but he has had his postseason struggles. It'll be interesting to see how, how this he- is his, this is his best defensive team. I really do believe that. And that was going to be my point talking about Princeton's run here. Cause they played, they played Arizona and both of their big men are not great defensively into Bellis and Ballo. Then they play Missouri who does not have a big man in general. They're a pretty small lineup. Princeton starts three forwards. So for me in general, I like the matchup of Shireman and Kalkbrenner against the trio of Princeton forwards in this starting lineup. So I, I think Creighton has the defense to, you know, strike midnight here on the Tigers. I'm looking at the last time a crate, uh, the Blue Jays have played a Ivy League school. And I think you got to go back to November 19th, uh, 2021. Uh, they played Brown in St. Thomas, uh, the Virgin Islands. <laughs> Uh, they won by 19 in that outing. I don't know if that means anything or if I'm just rattling off bullshit, but uh, anyway, that's the last time against an Ivy league opponent. Um, all right, let's, let's take a look now uh, and recap what happened uh, in yesterday's action, because that set up for uh, a fun. And by the way, shout out to Michigan for losing to Vanderbilt. Thank you. Noah, <laughs> Noah being, we, we went, we went uh over three, from the field in the final minute and Vanderbilt won on a nine zero run to win that game. <laughs> I, yeah. I watched us lose in a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> That's always There's great. Tough. There's plenty uh, of those in Vegas. San, yes. San Diego state stomped all over Furman. The Paladins. Good story. SoCon though, one and done. And the mountain West has life as the Aztecs will now take on the Alabama crimson tide. Can they beat? Alabama. I mean, my first thought, I think they can match up defensively and, and really give them issues and they can, they're kind of like the other teams that have beat Alabama this year. You look at what was it? Uh, Tennessee, Oklahoma. Well, what do they have in common? And who was the other one that was played at Oh, Mississippi state almost beat them. Yep. Um, but uh, what do they all have in common is they normally play at this incredibly slow pace. And uh, they they know they can play really good defense and and really fuck up your offensive outputs when you're shooting low percentage shots, which believe it or not, Alabama has been doing ever since NATO's came into town. They 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 run the ball up. They they don't take a lot of you know s- smart offense. They don't really use the offensive sets essentially the way that a lot of other teams do. They kind of play a little Paul Westhead, you know, run it down there. Let's have some fun. But uh, you look at the Aztecs. Could that be a nightmare matchup, Mac, for uh, for the for the Crimson Tide? Yeah, I think this is literally the worst possible matchup for Alabama in terms of they fit that bill of who they lost to with you said Tennessee, Oklahoma. Um, I, I they just have the athletes; they could switch a bunch of stuff, run them off the three point line. They got good guards. I think they have the coaching advantage. I'll take Brian Dutcher over Nate Oates in a tournament setting. I, I think Matt Bradley's a, a superstar. I think he, he's kind of still under the radar. I think people are just sleeping on him because they beat Charleston and Furman, but this is a really, really good basketball team. And I know I had West Virginia over Alabama in my bracket. And unfortunately we didn't get to see that matchup, but th- like I had San Diego state, I've had San Diego state in the elite eight from the beginning. I love San Diego state. I think they have a chance to get to the final four. Oh man. I mean, I, I'm very intrigued for the matchup. It's their my best only, offensive team. My only thing is this San Diego state. They can 
fuck it up offensively for themselves. Sometimes they play, go back to the first game in the tournament. Like they, they scared me. Like they, they should have been up like 15 and that game actually was close down the stretch. We got very fortunate to cover it. Sometimes they're, you know, organized confusion on offense where I, it, you know, it, it's just hard to understand who they are. Uh, Noah, what are you, what are you doing here in this game? So for me, uh, I think San Diego state is a bad matchup for Alabama. It reminded me uh, a lot of Oklahoma in a way they, they struggle offensively, but they can really muck it up with the defensive side of the game and control the pace. And their strength is their three point defense. They are seventh in the country uh, prior to the first round. I haven't updated that stat in my mind and deep. They're one of these teams that can actually play a 10 man rotation. Yes. They're seventh in the country in defending the three. That's what Alabama loves to do. I haven't updated that stat. Like I was mentioning, but this is like the perfect matchup. If you're going to bounce it, if you think that Bama is going to fall early, it's right here. Cause I think that they can end up beating either Creighton or Princeton, whoever they uh, face in that next spot for anybody who's willing to bet futures at this point during the NCAA tournament. That's what I'm eyeing at currently. So yes, I'd be looking at the Aztecs here personally. Okay. Well, all of our opinions don't mean shit compared to this guy who's red fucking hot on his picks. Cam Kerr, what are you doing here in this Bama, this Bama, uh, San Diego state game? And, And have you been taking the Aztecs at all this year? So there's always one team uh, that I just for some reason continue to fade and it bites me in the ass. It was UCLA two years ago with uh, Johnny Juzang and all those guys. But you guys forgot one team that that got Alabama got beat by and it's Texas A&M. And what is Texas A&M really fucking good at? Defense. And I mean, San Diego State just made Furman look like a D two team out there yesterday. So I think that, um, you know, I I have been fading San Diego state to be honest, but uh, I might, I might jump ship and uh, take them, you know, with the seven points. Yeah. I'm seeing seven right now. I think in the last, what's that? Sorry. In the last matchup they played Bama beat them by 20, but when was it? SEC championship game. Oh, A and M. Okay, I thought you were talking San Diego State. A and M fucked him up in College Station. Let's go, Cam. I understand. Yeah, the talk yeah. Thank you, I thank you, Mac. <laughs> I think you got to go Aztecs uh, based on you know the, <laughs> those teams that have played. I you have the twenty point win, sure, but uh, some of the other outings, I think you got to take the Aztecs. Maybe maybe uh, Bama gets it done on on the money line, but I I think you got to take the points there, and maybe that'll be the public side of it. I'm not real sure. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be Alabama. I'm seeing 70 yeah. so far, 72% of bets, 80% of money on, on Alabama minus seven. Oh, oh those gosh. are the early guys though. Those are the sharp. Oh yeah. yeah. This is super duper early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they just, I, I know uh, Patrick said, Bama just beat a physical Maryland team by 20. True. But Maryland has been mm. traditionally all year, terrible away from their home stadium. Yes where San Diego state's actually gone on the road and provide, you know, and San Diego state's culture. Also, they've made the tournament uh, for a few years in a row now. So uh, I would say plus, Mar- Maryland's not like that. Plus I, I, I like Dutcher as a coach. And I think with a week to prepare, he's going to be able to get the boys going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that should be, a, a, that's a pretty fascinating matchup too. Alabama did take down Maryland by 22. We should touch base on that because I took Maryland and what was it? Eight and a half. 
ate shit on it, uh, but I didn't really have a great feeling for for Maryland. I I I didn't. You know, I was shocked they beat Dub V, and uh, I even thought they really should have got blown out by Dub V, especially in the first half. I I felt like Dub V dominated the first half but didn't have the lead, which was puzzling to me. Uh, so I put that more on Dub V than I do on Maryland. So maybe in that capacity, I should have took Bama, but uh, they cruised. Shout out to Alabama, and especially considering all the stuff going on, it seems like they've really bottled up all that stuff, and they continue to be red hot. Uh, Mac, what'd you make of that game? Yeah, I agreed with you. I thought for West Virginia, it was the worst game they had played in about a month since they got blown out by Texas in that famous game. Um, I, I thought it, it took a lot out of Maryland being West Virginia, the way that they did and a, and a barn burner back and forth had to come back. I, I think they just ran out of gas, lost some legs in the second half. They were right there kind of 10 minutes ago. And then just the wheels fell off. Bama can do that to you. I mean, they can go, they can make a bunch of threes in a row, but I, I don't agree that Maryland is the same team as San Diego state at all. They San Diego state has a different level of athlete compared to Maryland. Maryland's only in year number one under Kevin Willard. Brian Dutcher's had classes on top of classes, I think. Well, the fact they play 10 deep, I think yep. is one of the only yeah. teams in the tournament. I, that, I think that Maryland that has deep. similar yeah. athleticism and San Diego state. It's the depth and the system. In my opinion, um, another thing to keep your eye on with Bama is that Brandon Miller's not having the best tournament here. Uh, his lap. So the first game he had zero points. The second game against Maryland, it was an NBA stat line. He went five of 17 from the field and half of his points were from free throws. So yeah, something to keep in mind, Maryland senior heavy, but they haven't been playing together. All right. Just cause you go get a transfer, you know, uh, Jameer young. And then the kid from uh, Georgetown coming over. Uh, it's a little different to me. Also, Kevin Willard's only been there for a year as well, where Dutcher, you know, he's built that thing up to players that he wants. And the fact they play a 10 man, like I, I, I live out here on the West. So I get to see San Diego state a lot. And I thought that was one of the things that made them win the uh, mountain West is yeah. they're, they're, they're so deep. They're so deep. A guy gets yeah. the foul problems. Oh, no problem. Guess what? This guy's good too. The you know? mountain. The Mountain West shit um, shit all over themselves again in the first round, but San Diego State they were the class of that conference. I still believe that the conference was good. They just didn't really have experienced players throughout uh, their conference that have experience in the tournament. San Diego State does, and I think that's the difference with this Aztec team compared to the conference and compared to years past. Yeah, uh, I know, Cam. Uh, you you uh, did you take Bama against Maryland? So I was leaning that way. I didn't bet it. Um, I, I was really only leaning that way because it was in, in Birmingham. Um, are we at all worried that this game is in Louisville and it's going to be, I mean, pretty far from San Diego, but they were just in Orlando. Right. So, I mean, I feel like they oh, should that's be adjusted. True. They should be, uh, if I'm Dutcher, I'm not taking them back to San Diego. No, oh, no, no. Straight, I was just, I was thinking more from like a home field advantage perspective. Well, that's yeah, what, I, I, it'll probably be a Bama crowd. I would imagine. Well, I don't know what, though. Because because of this probably this, have a lot of Creighton fans. Well, I was gonna say also that they've kind of like it seems like everyone kind of hates them. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I, I don't know, even if they if the you know, that's a everybody been, hates them but the SEC. The SEC wasn't booing them at the SEC tournament, which was quite surprising. But I am right there with you. Um I, I'm trying to find the time of this game to let you know if it's a time zone thing, but it would be stupid to take them back. That's what zoom classes are for. This is and at 3 30, 3 30 right. on cool. Friday. Cool. 
cool. That's uh, three thirty Pacific time. So that's 630, what yeah. Zoom classes are for. You, you can do it mobily and uh, virtually now. You don't have to be in <laughs> class. <laughs> Uh, so then we had yesterday, we also had, uh, Duke lose to Tennessee, which I ate a ton of shit on financially here. That was my heaviest bet of the day, but you know what? Kind of fantastic. Even though I lost my money, it's always great to see Duke lose. Uh, I am shocked that Rick Barnes has his team in the sweet 16 and you know, they're going to be playing the owls of Florida Atlantic. I, I I mean, there's a decent shot. Tennessee could be in the elite eight guys. Unbelievable. Considering they lost their leading scorer. Uh, Mac is Tennessee. Well, first off, what'd you make it? I know you hate the ACC. This was, was good to you. And I know you took Tennessee, but yeah, are they, are they going to be in the elite eight? You know, I think I was the only one that took Tennessee in the country. It felt like it felt like everybody loved Duke. That was a coaching masterpiece from Rick Barnes. They just beat the living shit out of Duke. Like it was that old Duke's a bunch of soft asses. We're just going to punch them right in the mouth. And it was right from the get-go. Filipowski just gets elbowed three times in a row to start the game. And it set the whole tone. I'm like, Oh man, Duke's in trouble. They just, they're literally getting punched in the mouth. Tennessee's got some vets. They're huge. I, I, I like Tennessee. I, they're really good defensively. I know we shit on Rick Barnes. Maybe this is the year that maybe he gets, a deep run because everybody it's kind of become a public narrative that Rick Barnes is going to choke in March. Maybe he's defying it this time. I mean, I would be shocked, but I mean, he is a likable guy. So I, I am rooting for him. I got nothing against the guy as a person, but I'm saying like, uh, you know, getting that bracket is huge Mm -hmm. once again, because I feel like Tennessee on the other side of the bracket is probably gone, but uh, hey, survive in advance. Five and a half point spread. Uh, I'm seeing against FAU. I'll take the points in FAU, and I'm fucking the biggest, the biggest Florida Atlantic Owl fan. Uh, this this coming week. Uh, what would you go on that Mac with with the with that line right now? Just gun to your head. Uh, I'd probably lean the Vols just because defensively they're clicking. I think their size is a big time issue, and I think. Losing early in the SEC tournament did help them out, get get their legs back under them, figure out how to play without Ziegler. Uh, Noah, what do you make of Tennessee beating Duke and also the the game we have on deck here, the Owls taking on the Vols? Yeah, so I do think that Tennessee beat the shit out of Duke physically, um, but Duke's offense in the same sorts didn't look as great as had in the last two weeks. You know, they were uh, not as effective from the field and it kind of looked like Duke early on in the season. And Rick Barnes doesn't just win one round of 32 game and get off this fade in March list for me. Anyway, Um, if oral Roberts beat Duke, which uh, I was on Duke, but I was saying if oral Roberts wins, they're blowing out Tennessee. It's just a bad matchup for Tennessee. They're too explosive on offense. They can make shots against anybody. That's exactly how I see this Florida Atlantic team. And I would be on the money line here. Yeah. I, I am too, Cam. You're, but this is the only opinion that matters right now because he's on a true <laughs> heater. He's on a true <laughs> heater right now. So I'm just gonna follow whatever whatever Cam says here. What do you do? What, what, hey, I guess what do you what do you make of both these teams and uh, what do you make of this matchup? 
So I need you guys' opinion. Um, and uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, you guys like FAU. But so I was on them against uh, Memphis. It was my uh, my play of the round of the 64. I saw that. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm just uh, you know throwing random shit out there. But um, it was a great game. Uh, but I immediately after the game was like, all right, fading them next round, no matter what. Like that was like they they celebrated. They were on jumping on tables like uh gonzaga did in the final four last year um and i'm honestly like shocked at how i mean they're in my opinion they're not that great on the boards for the height they have i mean their points i I haven't seen their points in the paint but i feel like that they're not scoring enough in the paint for the for the height advantage that they have um and I, honestly, I'm going to take the Vols again. Uh, they were my only lock yesterday and uh, against Duke, and they came through big time. So Is this an SEC thing, though? No, no. This is, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any opinions on uh, Tennessee. SEC's been good. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. back up. They have. I mean, Mizzou, Mizzou kind of shit on the, the SEC. Bed, they have three. You, big 12 has two. And no, we got three. 16. We got Houston. No, you Still, got two. Look, 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 I'm not trying to take away anything the SEC's done. Credit to them, but I still believe it's where you are in the fucking bracket. You put TCU in Tennessee's shoes. I think t- TCU is here is here right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have I wasn't high on them in the SEC tournament by any means, but I mean, it's just for me, yeah. I'm just fading this FAU team. I don't I don't think that they can keep it up. It is true. They got and I I don't know the final numbers, but uh, they did get out rebounded, I believe, by that smallest team in the country there in, in Fairleigh Dickinson. Yeah. At least with like three minutes left, they were losing that battle. They might have they might have ended up being the, the better team at the end of the day. But I, I want to talk about this too from the game. It was one of the five things that I wrote down. Did you guys see what transpired at the end of the game with that three sixty dunk attempt? I did. What FAU? Yeah. 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 I, honestly, play to the fucking whistle. Tobin Anderson is out here chewing out Dusty May in the in the handshake line. Dude, you were lucky to be there. You didn't even win your conference tournament. Fairly Dickinson, amazing story. 16 over one. I'm not arguing that, but feeling entitled to bitch about what happened at the end of the game when you lost by multiple possessions, just feels pretty pathetic to me. It was, it was total Bush league though. It's Bush league, but play to the whistle. Like you didn't even try to stop them. You gave up on it, but you can't control the kid and it's not the coach's fault. It's not Dustin fault. But you are, you are a noted fairly Dickinson hater. I am because they didn't win their conference tournament. That's just how I'm putting it. It's you not, not fouling yeah. is like you saying game's over, but the game's not over till the ro- clock runs out. So okay. either way, if I want <laughs> to do it. I'll be honest. Now. That fairly Dickinson game was awesome. I yeah. wanted to see fairly Dickinson win again. Uh, it, ca- it came right down to it. I thought a couple possessions, though, specifically the one where the guy dropped the ball, I think was a big one. Uh, but yeah, a great story. I- I kind of fell in love with Tobin Anderson until that fucking point when he, th- he, when he felt entitled to argue with dusty May, a coach that just beat his team in the round of 32, it felt a little, a little bitchy. Ah, you're in the heat of battle. All right. Nothing like a good fuck you. Um, soft uh, dick. Their <laughs> dick is soft. Dick. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga taking on uh, UCLA, but I mean, that was another one. Um, I, I guess we didn't talk about it. I fucked this up. I think uh, Gonzaga TCU that game happened today. <laughs> How did I fuck that up? How did I not talk about this game? I don't think you touched on a couple of the late ones, right? Miami, Indiana and TCU. Yeah, Gonzaga. I'm sorry. You know what it is, is when I, I have the score, app, 
I have the score app open <laughs> and it yeah. keeps resetting. So I was following chronologically yeah. and it keeps resetting to today because I was trying to look at it from Thursday. Yeah. Um, so if we're going chronologically, Miami, Indiana would be up okay. next, I guess. Okay. Uh, well that one <laughs> ACC, it, could Miami be the team that none of us are talking about? And I know the chat was shit. Yeah, they us. were all over it. Oh, Chapman. they've been Miami fans all year. I feel like we've been arguing. We had him on Drake, man. We blew that fucking game. Yeah. But Larenaga, man, Larenaga is a fucking great tournament coach, man. Yeah. He's a great tournament coach, man. And I, I actually think Miami, that's another one. I wouldn't be shocked if they, if they end up deep in this tournament, deep in this tournament. Uh, what'd you guys make of the hurricanes? Just putting it on Indiana today. That was kind of an ass whooping. Uh, Mac, what'd you make of this? Yeah. Uh, their, their guards dominated the young Indiana guards, Indiana's for some reason, didn't want to throw the ball to try trace Jackson Davis. They made a run, but uh, we'll, we'll see about Miami. It's about to get real here with Houston coming up. If they obviously, if they beat Houston, dude, they, they I was thinking about this. They have a formula that I think is going to give Houston a game. I, I think, just think like everybody a perfect matchup for Houston. I just think everybody keeps disrespecting Houston. Like they just, they go on these runs where they just don't let you score for like five, 10 minutes. It's like, God damn, we can't score on these guys. But dude, tell me the, like this matchup doesn't, I feel like this Miami has a perfect team to fuck with Houston. I feel like they neutral, like the, the guards, the guards of both teams is going to be something big to watch. What do you, what are you, what are you laughing at here? Nick, the comment. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is funny. <laughs> Roblox, Roblox for, password got me. For for those that are listening on Spotify, Nick Catini, great comment. He goes, Noah's five things. One, 360 dunk. Two, buy more goldfish. Three, figure out a way to get home from Vegas. Four, Roblox password and five pit That's rules. Great. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Nick, man. You should be watching this on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Yeah, so so Miami, I think Miami is actually like a team that I think is a live dog against Houston. I have Houston winning the national championship in my bracket, but I just think I didn't have Miami going this far. And I think they match up pretty fucking well with Houston. Uh, Noah, what what do you, uh, what do you make of this hurricanes team? Yeah. Okay. So we ate shit uh, picking against Miami and I hate to keep going against them, but then uh, where do we put these two coaches against each other? Laren. So I saw this from Nick Famala, uh, CBB Nick on Twitter, saying that Jimmy Laranaga is flying under the radar as one of the best coaches in the country. Something along the lines of 100%. Yeah. I think Kelvin Sampson is substantially better. But no, no. You you don't think so? No. Because Laranaga has four sweet 16s. Doesn't matter. Laranaga, dude, Laranaga at George Mason. He has a r- one specific run where he beat Tom Izzo. He beat uh, who was UConn's guy? Oh, back then it was uh, it was uh, it was not Ali. It was uh, what's his name? The their legendary coach. I'm drawing a blank on his fucking name right now. UConn's who am I forget? What, what the fucking Hall of Fame coach from UConn? Tell who? Yeah, Calhoun. yeah. And uh, and then uh, they also took down Roy Williams at. When in that same run, and then the very next year, I think it was, or if not that, then it was two years later. He beat Jay Wright in the first round of the tournament, and then look at last year—he took Miami to the Elite Eight. 
Look, I think Kelvin Sampson's fantastic, but I don't think yeah. I don't think he's he's I think they're on the same level. I don't think there's a big I don't think there's a big difference there. If anything, I think Larinaga gets more out of his teams because Kelvin Sampson has had some very talented teams at Oklahoma that did not go as far as we thought they would go. Yeah. So, I mean, if you put it that way, I think Miami does have the pieces to match up with Houston very well. And I'd take the points with the Canes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't Kevin Ali. Uh, uh, Kevin Ali was later, but yeah, it was. Uh, so, uh, what, uh, Cam, how do you feel about Miami and what they did to Indiana and their chances against Houston? Man, so this was actually the only game that I wasn't able to watch today. I went grocery shopping, but um, I was on Drake. I uh, didn't feel good about it, but I I, I did bet them. Um, I actually have been betting Miami all year. I've been I've been loving them, um, but this is a tough tough choice. I mean, seven and a half is a lot of points for this team. Uh, man, I. That it's gonna be if I if I end up betting this game, it's gonna be a, a last minute decision. But I'd have to lean the I'd have to lean the seven and a half points. Yeah, I mean, I I think this is a uh, this is a pretty awesome spot. Well, th- so this is a very one sided game. This is gonna so, be the public dog of the yeah, week. Yeah, this is gonna be a public dog for sure. But and it's it was tough a great point to lay seven and a half. Great point from the chat to um, Johnny football mentions that Miami has the second longest odds to make the final four out of everybody. Um, that was another point that I had that I wanted to touch on. There's only one double digit seed in the sweet 16. Um, so we had, we had five double digit seeds winning a, a game in the first round. Only one got along to the sweet 16 and that's Princeton. So Miami is the next longest to make the final four, according to Johnny football. If you look back, oh, this is this year's. I'm trying to confirm. Who did Miami get beat by last year in the tournament? They got absolutely Kansas drilled by Randles. And you know what yeah. that was? Was a that was Kansas's height. Uh, if memory serves me correct, like when they were playing small ball, because mm-hmm. Miami had all those guards, it, it was just a bad matchup with the height of Kansas. And my point is, is that I, Houston kind of plays Miami style of ball, which I think, I think they'll be in that game. I think Miami has one clear kryptonite is that's the, the and it, it seems to be the same thing that Larinaga's had uh year in year out. I feel like is the super big teams give them a fucking hard time. Noah, what do you think of that statement? Or am I just talking out of my ass? <laughs> I also attributed to Bill Self. Yeah. With a week to game plan against a smaller lineup. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, well that but, was a one day prep. Day. Yeah. It was only one day prep, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would say you're you're probably right that it was a bad matchup because they did have McCormick. And yeah, I, you're probably right there that it was height. Uh I can't really recall other losses that you're trying to mention as well, but that, that seems right for the elite eight loss last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's switch over to uh TCU Gonzaga. I felt, you know, I know we had the magical ending here. Uh, Gonzaga beats TCU and I, man, there was a big point in this game where it was a three point game and TCU had all the momentum. They were on like an eight Oh run and drew Timmy scores in the post on a, what I thought was a clear hook. And the refs just, I mean, I thought it was, they had a perfect view of it. 
Yeah, and they they like they've been calling that pretty successfully in the tournament every time, and they just did not call that one. But still, TCU had like a six point halftime lead or a five point halftime lead and blew and blew that. There was a questionable goaltend I thought in this game, or uh, but it is what it is. Gonzaga, uh, Gonzaga's in the next round. I, w- I was I kind of feel like TCU got robbed a little bit, but uh, shout out to the Zags. I knew that game was going to be awesome. I knew that game was going to be fucking awesome. Uh, Mac. Is Gonzaga going to win their first national championship ever? I don't think so. I still don't think they have a good enough guards in. I mean, we love TCU all year. They weren't, they weren't going to let TCU win that game. I, I, Timmy travels every time he touches the ball. He never gets called once the hook that changed the whole momentum of the game. TCU's got it down to four on a run and then blatantly hooks him. Um, they weren't going to let TCU win that game. It's, it's, it's disappointing that TCU got the draw that they got. Unfortunately, but uh, you know what? The Zags are good, man. T- Drew Timmy's a vet. Mark Few finds a way to get to another second weekend, and we got the rematch of the heroic uh, Final Four game where Jalen Suggs made the half court shot. So, looking yeah. forward to this one in Vegas. Yeah, and and wow, I mean that game was a fucking classic. Uh, it was in, in two thousand. What was it? Twenty one. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you guys leaning that one though? I mean, because UCLA, you saw Singleton went down too. Yeah. So Singleton it, had, has officially has a high ankle sprain. Or no, sorry. It, uh, no, that's Singleton, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Singleton yeah. for sure. Uh, Mike Miller. All, all they said is suffered a notable. sprain to his ankle. Um, hold on, you guys, you guys were talking. My bad. Uh, so hold on, say that again. I'm sorry. So he definitely has an uh, ankle sprain, but it's not broken. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's still a tough thing. I mean, he's. Four days I mean, rest or three days rest or whatever. Four, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This Mike, makes it tough. Mike Miller, who's Creighton's sixth man. Creighton only plays five guys. Their most reliable guy off the bench has an, a high ankle sprain, so he's probably done for the year. Uh, that was what I was saying. Also, a notable point with the injuries there. Oh man, I mean that. What I I kind of lean UCLA, but I think they're getting fucking dinged up left and right. They when are, does that yeah. catch up to them? Uh, Mac, what do you make of that one? And what do you make I, of the Bruins win? Also, who has the home court in this matchup? Either? Gonzaga, or, Gonzaga, like probably Gonzaga, right? UCLA did though, not travel earlier on yeah. in the season in Vegas. It's that was my angle. Cheese crowd. Yeah. Um, man, I I don't know. I really maybe Gonzaga just because Timmy and the experience. Um, are you forgetting Jaime Hawkins has been there probably longer than Timmy? <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's, this is, this is kind of like K-State Michigan State for me. I'll probably lean to the Zags, but I don't feel great about it. I'm not like pounding my fist. I'm going to bet this one, like San Diego state and Houston. I think I lean UCLA, but if I need, like, I need to know if Singleton is going to like, they can't keep taking this many fucking hits. I you know. know what I mean? Like, Crazy. so like if it was uh, just, if they were healthy, I would say, I feel pretty good about UCLA, but I, I don't know with this many hits. If, if I do think this is the, the game I like least from a betting standpoint, um, but give me UCLA there, UCLA, you know, they, they, uh, they took care of biz against Northwestern Northwestern covered for me. Um, shout out to Chris Collins, another good year. And you got a, another <laughs> tournament win there. Keep building on that thing. What do you guys I, think I, of that game? I think Creighton or Creighton. I think Gonzaga is my favorite bet so far for really? the Sweet 16. Yeah, they're going to have the home crowd, and 
the forwards keep getting they're falling like trees for UCLA. I'll and say this though, me, buddy. I don't know. Like you said in November, UCLA, they're fickle fans, but when they start winning, they show up and that's they might a three, show up. To that's, this a three, one. that's a three 30 minute flight. Them. That's what yeah. I know. What's that? Gonzaga travels, and that's what I know. True. Gonzaga's going to have that building. And this is what I'll say. UCLA's big men are falling like trees. They, they are getting dinged up left and right. Bona and Singleton. Strother and Timmy are the best two players on this Gonzaga team. And the guards are finally starting to show up off the bench. You had Malachi Smith put up 11 points. He was four for six from the floor, three for four from three as well. And you have uh Rasir Bolton and Nolan Hickman who are doing their thing as well. I, I think this Gonzaga team is molding into form, like how we've seen Gonzaga teams in year past. I think they get past UCLA because they definitely have this crowd. And I would expect I could expect a Gonzaga Arkansas rematch in the elite eight. Oh, wow. Just, just tipping your hand there. Uh, some of the other outcomes. Yeah. I mean, uh, we didn't touch on Texas Penn state, but Texas kind of the Penn state actually fought better. I lost money on this one. That was a bad beat too, or at least like a a last minute or a last second changer for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was on both uh, UCLA and Texas. So I got, I got hit pretty hard last night. (laughs) Um, But man, I mean that first half of the TCU game, I mean, TCU looked amazing and they were putting, they were, they were making Timmy look like a fool. Like, I, I don't know if it was because TCU was so far up that the, their coach like changed his strategy to where it allowed Gonzaga to kind of button up and play their game. But I mean, man, I thought they were going to roll through them. Yeah. I, I thought mean, so I, too. I thought TC, I still think TCU is a better basketball team, but Jamie oh, Dixon, it looks so good on offense. J- Jamie Dixon. I always, you know, am skeptical of in March. And also, I mean, I did think the whistle went in Gonzaga's favor today. I really did. Uh, yeah. But I, the, the whole, the whole reason, the one reason why I was on Gonzaga over TCU is that TCU had a lack of a big man after Lampkin left and Timmy had 28 points. So that was the handicap there. Yeah. Well, got some, and, got, I mean, got he, got missed, nice like, got, he might have, got he got might've nice gotten whistle. away yeah. with an offensive foul late in the game, but, that but he also tank. missed like 10 free throws. Fucking travels every time he, he did, touches it. That is the reason why Gonzaga didn't cover, cover. and why I'm also not really complaining about it because <laughs> The missed free throws here for Gonzaga could cost them down the road, but I don't think it's against UCLA. Perhaps uh, we will. Uh, what, what's up, Cam? What were you gonna say? Uh, th- I'm, this is the only game I bet. Uh, I'm on, I'm gonna take the Bruins. Oh, oh man! Wow. So you guys wow. do Battle like that? Instant reaction, you, and man. he's red hot. That's what you want to do is follow Cam Kerr. Uh, man, I, I don't know. It just I'm I'm gonna cont- I'm two and zero ATS fading the fading these this team the Bulldogs. So I'm gonna keep doing it. Let's go. I'm joining you. Well, I don't know. That's the game I like least, but I, I think I'm going to pick UCLA unless this some more singleton news comes out folks. Both Gonzaga games were pretty damn close on that spread and they were covering in the last minute. That's all I'm going to say. Fair, fair Uh, folks. We're going to be back tomorrow with NIT games. There's no NIT games. Tomorrow. There's CBI games tonight I or tomorrow have lines I mean. on those. Do, do we? Oh, we don't. I do can we? find them. I don't know. I'm in Vegas. I have have lines. If you want to know them. Yeah. Let's rattle them off right now. All right. Eastern Kentucky, Indiana state, Eastern Kentucky is getting five and a half plus 200 on the money line. The over under is 154 points. (laughs) 
I think I lean Eastern Kentucky here. I like this team. Let's just we're not gonna go over unders. Let's just go. Let's the whole through this chat wants team. us to do these CBI games too. We got right. some gens following us. Let's go, boys. Uh, I'm on EKU. Mac, where's the game at? Daytona. It's uh, Daytona um, Beach, Florida. Bring your meth, classic. <laughs> Give yeah, me a boards. Let's go. Yeah, I like Indiana State here. Always, always, always check to see who's playing these games. Great. <laughs> uh, next up, Cam. Yeah, you guys don't want my opinion on any of these games. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I, I thought you said. I thought you said your pick. Oh no, no, I have. I do. Well, I fuck it, you're on it. the show. Say your pick. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Eastern Kentucky money line. There we oh, go. Yeah, there you there go. Right. Two, He's two thirty. Two thirty Eastern. Um, we got Rice versus Southern Utah. Rice is getting six and a half points plus two ten on the money line. Southern Utah's interim head coach is coaching this game because uh, their head coach took the job at Bowling yeah. Green. That is enough for me to take the Rice Owls. Who, who, who have been pretty damn good for me this year? Mac, what are you doing here? You know me. I like my thundering birds. I'll take him again here. I think they rally around the interim, try and win this tournament. Noah? Rice has treated us as well. So I'll, I'll go with the food here. There you go, Cam. The chat really liked my handicap of the uh, Blue Jay sitting on the tree. So, um, <laughs> Thundering Birds is a way cooler mascot than the Owl. So, I'm taking I'm taking Southern Utah. Fair, fair. Uh, what else do we have on the slate there? Uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, Radford uh, versus San Jose State. Uh, Radford is getting six and a half plus two thirty-five on the money line. I kind of like the San Jose State team. Uh, but six and a half, a little, little steep for me. Give me the Highlanders of Radford to cover that. San Diego's or San Jose State's gonna win by like four. Is your boy coaching this, Mac? Oh yeah, he's back, baby. He's back oh, down in Daytona. Lock it up. Give me the give me the horns on the money line. I'm a little concerned now because I, I know that bar scene in Daytona Beach. Uh, uh, Everybody loves some cocktails. Yeah, Cam, Cam, what are you doing here? Um, Radford, give me the points. Uh, last game, seven thirty Eastern. We have uh, Wisconsin Milwaukee versus Charlotte. Uh, Wisconsin like Milwaukee is getting plus six, plus oh. two hundred on the money line. I'll take the plus six. Charlotte probably wins the game, but I think it's it's a little bit it's a little bit a little bit too steep. Charlotte plays these defensive games. Oh yeah, where they score like fifty five points. I, I think Milwaukee will be able to 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 cover the six. Charlotte probably wins, but I wouldn't be that shocked. Maybe you play the Panthers on the money line. If you're looking for a nice dog, Mac, what are you doing? I like Milwaukee and they're an up-tempo pressing team in a quick turnaround type environment. Yeah. I'll go Milwaukee. Charlotte's not used to playing this kind of tempo. Noah. I agree. And I don't think Charlotte, how'd they perform against FAU and UAB this year? Um, but whoever controls the pace is going to win this game. So a little bit more research would decide my pick, but right here, right now I would take the points easy and plus 200 seems a little bit too high for the money line. So I would, I would explore that with the Panthers there. Okay. Max, Max sold me Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Just lock it up, lock Let's it go. up, ride it on the money line. Appreciate the chat rocket along for us folks. We'll be, be, be back tomorrow and Wednesday. Rob Donaldson, get at me. Subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Also, give Cam a follow. What's the Twitter handle again, Cam? I'm sorry. At Kirk Cameron on Twitter. Uh, I'm. I just finished editing a uh, a video. I'm going to put out in the morning. Uh, 
over today. So it's going to be fun. Shout out the golf gambling podcast too. Yeah, yeah. Shout out the golf gambling podcast. I run that Twitter, help those guys out a lot as well. Um, we had a very successful weekend at the Valspar and, uh, we are announcing a big giveaway for the masters this year on top of the giveaway that SGP is doing. So be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, good so, shit. That'll guys, be fun. Go there, subscribe to the golf gambling podcast. I think you'll dig it. They do great work. Appreciate Johnny football wants to know who you taking right now. Masters. <laughs> oh, uh, Jordan Spieth is winning the masters. Oh, uh, there we go. God. There 100, we go. 100%. And all my guys who love my, uh, my Creighton uh, handicap will love this too. He just wins on Easter. That's what he does. He won <laughs> last year on Easter. Um, if you ask Ooh. Steve, he's going to give you some, uh, some stuff about how he hasn't always won on masters weekend, but He's going to do it. He's got a kid now. Take that yeah. into account. Uh, I, he's, he just got, he just tied for second um, or actually tied for third at the Valspar this weekend. So he's coming in in good form and uh, yeah, George. I, B. I play a ton of golf, but I'm a TMZ fan. My two guys are uh, Jordan Spieth and um, Colin Morikawa. So those are my two guys. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go, folks. We're not going to give away all the picks. Go to the golf gambling podcast, <laughs> get the SGPN app. We appreciate you rocking. Make sure you check out Moneyline Max work uh, at the NFL gambling podcast and the Ryan and Russ show. And you can hear me on the college football experience, the college baseball experience, the college basketball experience. Also Noah hosts the college baseball experience. Get over there. The season's can, in full swing. Can we run a college hockey experience? One episode frozen Ford tournament just got announced. Oh, frozen four. Uh, is that four fans or four, four people or uh, four teams, four, <laughs> 40,000 people. I'm Not. joking. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we could, you could talk me into that. Let's awesome. go. Let's do All it. Right. Frozen four coming right up. All right. And I'm not talking about your pizza bagels in the oven. Uh, oh. All right, folks. Uh, till, till tomorrow we'll be back. All right. This is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. It's got me thinking about the good shit The minute that I seen your grill again It made me good trip Good dog to mind back Like dog but wind that Man I didn't get mad when you near me Hit me cam back But the coming on was strong Now my shit's coming along You know the song The truth is I'm pretty much on fire again It's eating up for real I'm alive again uh, And that's